Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. game is over and now it's time for the longest running pro hoops post game show in milwaukee here from the players you know i feel good i always can get better but you know i know i know myself i know how usually it goes you know uh, if i'm healthy things are gonna be okay the head coach um you know offensively i think you know we make a few more shots could be dangerous and the fans you got a guy in Giannis. he's just like the most likable human being and all the other people fall in line with that everybody kind of takes it after him and it just it's really positive to see that be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. I, uh, I don't even know what to say. Uh, I, I really don't. I, I wish I had something for you. I, I, I don't know what to say. You know, I've done this show Tim's done his for 15 years on the Brewers I've done mine for 14 years for the most part uh outside of the regular season this year I guess so maybe I've done this show for 13 of the 14 years and I always said over the years that hey don't get worked up when LeBron gets the calls don't get worked up when Kobe gets the calls. If and when we ever get a superstar, we'll get the calls. Always said it. Said it for years. The Bucks lose tonight 116-114. Did the game deserve to be that close at the end? No. The Heat were in control of that game the entire time. They just were. Bucks chased the whole game. And that was with Jimmy Butler playing horrible. And really not being a factor in the game. Until the end. Then you get in a situation where it's a tie game through a small miracle at the end to allow the Bucks to tie it up. Middleton gets fouled for uh, on a three-point shot. He hits all three. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Cash. And now we go to the last possession. Now, Mayor Mitch Ross is here. He comes down and goes, you know who's getting this shot? I said, eh, maybe, but... It could be it could be Dragic. It could be somebody else. He may drive and kick or something. Nope. Get the ball to Jimmy Butler. Dribble, 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 dribble. Rises up with about a second left to take the shot. What a good shot. They blow a whistle. Call me crazy. They don't blow that whistle on LeBron James. Mm-mm. They don't blow that whistle on Dwayne Wade. They don't blow that whistle on Kobe. They don't blow that whistle. Pretty much pick any superstar you want. 
I don't think they blow the whistle on Kawhi Leonard. Then you see the review of said call. He didn't touch him. On on the ribcage? That's what you're calling? The ball was already gone. Didn't affect the shot at all. That's not supposed to how that's not supposed to be how this works in the NBA. In the NBA, for 30, 40 years, more than that probably, superstars get the benefit of the doubt. Superstars get those calls. Jimmy Butler is not at the level of Giannis. Jimmy Butler, last time I checked, has no MVPs. Nope. Giannis is about to get back-to-back MVPs. Jimmy Butler should not get that call over Giannis. In any situation, but especially at the end of a basketball game. Now, like I said, they they shouldn't have won this game to begin with because they got outplayed the entire game. But through Miami being stupid at the end of the game and Butler being stupid and so forth, you had yourself in a position to send this game to overtime. That is not how that game should have ended. If the Bucs lose in overtime, fine. Bucs lose in overtime. But the game should not have ended with Jimmy Butler on the line with no time remaining on a call that should never have been blown to begin with. That's the heartbreaking part for me. Like, my entire time as a fan was, when we get one of those guys, it's going to be different. Nope. No different. Milwaukee, Wisconsin loses again. And that, to me, is the most frustrating part of this whole deal. That's, to me, what hurts more than anything else. Was, it was supposed to be different now that we have a superstar. It's not how it worked. And now you're down two games to zero. think it's uh you have like a nine percent chance of winning a series when you're down two games to zero of course the bucks were on the other end of that last year against toronto but it's a tough climb now it is a tough tough climb let's hear it, bucks fans i know you're hot i'm sure you are and you have every right to be 414-799-1250 414-799-1250 Eric in New Berlin, your first up on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios. What's up? Oh, hey, Spark. Hi. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, real tough to watch the end of that. Um, listening to your segment there, I agree. We were playing catch up the whole time. Never really felt like we were, you know, really in the game and even had a chance to win it. But when you. You know, keep climbing, keep climbing. I was watching the whole game, and I'm like, they have a chance at this. And there's no way a game should ever end like that. I, I don't think I've ever actually seen that. The guy gets fouled with no time left. Okay, you make one free throw, game's over. I don't think I've seen that before. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It, it, it's crazy how the whole thing went, really, at the end of the day. That's not how, like I said, that's that's just not how it's supposed to end. Especially, especially not going to supposed to end that way with the what's going to be back to back MVP and Defensive Player of the Year getting a phantom foul called on him at the end of the game as time expires and the dude's falling out of bounds. Like that, that's not supposed to happen. There's no way you can sell me that LeBron gets that foul called on him in that same situation. There's no chance. I don't think Kawhi Leonard gets that foul called on him in that situation. If Kobe Bryant was alive, he doesn't get it called. Dwayne Wade is retired, he doesn't get it called. 
you don't get those called against you in that situation at the end of a not just a not just a game, a Eastern Conference semifinals game. I mean that 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 should never ever ever happen. Ever happen. I know. I was really looking forward to overtime there. I'm like, wow, he's the guy base I mean Giannis basically swiped his jersey yep. for the most part. After the ball was gone. It wasn't well, like the ball was even in his hand. The ball was gone. Yeah. I thought Honestly, my biggest thing is I think it was a makeup call for the Middleton three, if anything. There is a you you can't be having makeup calls at the end of regulation in a, exactly. a playoff game again regulate a regular season game in December whatever. But this is a big deal right here. Thanks for the call, especially when the guy you called it on, who's the MVP's team, is down one nothing, and it's supposed to be a home game for the Bucks. Joel Southside, you're next on the Picket Safe Pro Hoops post game show. Good evening, Joel. Hey, Spark. Okay, I I feel your frustration. Trust me, I'm gonna try to be calm here. One, the NBA needs to address the challenge situation because you can't give one challenge to the NBA when there are so many challengeable situations. It is what it is, man. It's strategic. Use it when you have to want to, when you want to use it. The rule is clear. You burn it, you lose it. No different than Major League Baseball. I, that's you you can say that they should have 10 foul challenges. We'll be here for 5 hours every game, but you you the rules are what they are. I mean, too bad so sad that we burned ours, but that's what it is. Okay, that's fair, right? You're right. The rules are what they are. Fine. I feel the NBA needs to address that. Okay, fine. Second thing, the Bucks, they're not out of the series. This game was awful, but I do feel they are the better team. I do feel they can make adjustments. I feel they can still win the series. My last point, and this one is, okay, the Bucks are in a bad situation because I think Budenholzer, he's a good coach. He's not good enough. And they need to look at that. But the reason the Bucks are in a bad situation is because Giannis is so loyal. He likes Budenholzer. He likes his guys. But Bud is just not good enough. He can't make adjustments. And when you have the back-to-back MVP, you are gifted. You're gifted the situation in every game because you – are forcing the other team, they have to force their hand because Giannis is such a force. So the other team, they have to force their hand. And as a coach, you're gifted that. You know that they have to force their hand. So, like, your job is easier. Yet, Bud, he can't He can't make the adjustments. And So how, how again really are they going to wait One second. How again do you think they're going to win the series? I think they're going to win the series because I do feel that the Bucks are somewhat lazy. Oh, and I that's think not that selling me by calling them lazy. I think they're lazy, and I think that now they have the Heat have their attention. So I don't oh, think they'll be yeah. lazy. Joel, I love you. You know I love you. I got to go. Stop. Now they got their attention. It's the Easter Conference semifinals, man. You got it handed to you in game one. If they didn't have the Bucks' attention by this point, they ain't never going to get their attention. If 
everybody didn't have Giannis's attention by slamming him for not doing anything in game one, they'll never get his attention. Stop with all this. Oh, oh, they got their attention now. Oh, please. Oh, please, stop. Tension was had already. Need to stop with all that nonsense. Vincent in Anaheim, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Who's Post Game Show. Good have, good evening, Vincent. Hey, man, what's up, man? Looks like we're both in the same pot now. Our team yeah, your Raptors are 0-2 as oh, well. Yep. Hey, but look at this. At least he went like my Raptors who actually had a lead in the game and blew it. Yeah, you we chased I mean? the whole game. We had a lead like twice, yeah, two or three times. And to lose like y'all lost like that, that was unacceptable, man. That I didn't Because I didn't see it because I don't work. I usually wait to get the update, see the game's over, and I check, check everything out. You guys, I think what killed you guys was just a turnover. You know, the points off the turnovers, they made about seven points more than y'all did. And other than that, this is a slap in the face. But just like when everybody thought my Raptors were going to lose to y'all last year. What it was, I was one of them. You, you got I said the Bucs were going to sweep your Raptors out. last year. Remember that? Yeah. Jimmy Butler, yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, put away the broom. You did. <laughs> hey, but remember this, because Jimmy Butler, how many points he had? I, mean, I know he had the killer But that's the know. problem. But that's the problem, Vincent. See, there's the True. issue. The issue is that Jimmy Butler didn't do jack. You didn't do jack. 13 points on three of eight shooting in 36 minutes, and you still lost. That's that's the problem. If Giannis goes three of eight from the floor and scores 13 points, the Bucs are going to get absolutely drilled. That's that's the problem. You need you need Bledsoe. I mean, it's hard because Giannis did mostly what he did. He did get that 30 points. Like I said, I I tell people get your starting to get at least 30 points per game, and, and Middleton. 25. I need bled. I need somebody else to step up and get 20. Yeah, you I hear. I, mean? you, I got you. All, all right, like I got to roll. I got a bunch of calls. Thanks, Fitz. To take care. Have a good one. Giannis tonight. Uh, uh, to heck with it. Let, let Let's just go inside the box score and get this done quick. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. On the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. And see what your favorite players did in today's game. Presented by Autos Wine and Spirits. Locally owned, offering the widest selection of beer, wine, and liquor with everyday low prices at their seven Milwaukee locations. AutosWineAndSpirits.com. All right, Bucks lose 116, 114. C Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Giannis tonight, 29 points, 14 boards, three assists, a block. 10 of 18 shooting, 9 of 13 from the line. Only one three-pointer attempted and missed. Chris Middleton, 33 minutes, 6 of 15, 0 of 3 from 3, 11 of 12 from the line. 23 points for him, 8 assists, 6 rebounds, 3 turnovers, 3 huge clutch free throws at the end of that basketball game uh, for Chris Middleton. Big, big shots uh, by Middleton uh, at the end there. Brooke Lopez, 32 minutes, 5 of 8 from the floor, 3 of 5 from 3, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, 16 points, 7 boards, 1 steal, 1 block, and 1 turnover. Bledsoe, 31 minutes, 6 of 14 from the field, 1 of 1 from 3-point range, 3 of 3 from the free throw line, 16 points, 7 boards, couple assists, 3 turnovers. Wes Matthews, 30 minutes, 2 of 8 from the floor, 0 of 2 from 3, 4 points, 4 boards, 1 steal, 3 turnovers. Off the bench, 14 points for George Hill on five of nine shooting, three boards and an assist and a steal. Nobody else reaching double figures. Bucks shoot 43.5%, the Heat 45.5%. A three point shooting, seven of 25 for the Bucks, 28%. You knew that was going to come down from last game. 17 of 45 threes attempted by Miami, 37.8%. Free throws, 33 of 39 for the Bucks, much better at the line, 25 of 32 for the Miami Heat. Rebounds, Bucks hammer them on the boards, 50 to 38. That's what should have happened. To begin with, assists, 
uh, on the game. Only 16 for the Bucks, 22 for uh, the Miami Heat. Turnovers 14 for Milwaukee, 10 for the Miami Heat. Bucks lose 116 to 114. Let's go to Dave and Racine. You're next on the Pickett Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What's up, Dave? Holy cow, Sparky. <laughs> hey, by the way, great point on that horrible call at the end of the game. I mean, that that pretty much sums it up on basketball. Why don't they give anybody from Milwaukee a break? Yep. It's ridiculous. When, it's ridiculous. When, when people in this town complain about the NBA and the officiating and everything else, I've always defended the NBA saying, need a superstar. Get a superstar, yeah. things will change. Well, they got a superstar and they got hosed. So. It, was, it was ridiculous. It was just a horrible call. Yep. Um, and like I said, Monday, they put Matthews on Butler. He slowed him down. But... The Bucks just sloppy the whole game. They were sloppy all game yep. until the very end. I, and, and still, the, the Heat's pick and rolls, their screens. Guys were wide open when they were – I mean, they, they could have beat us by 25 points. They just missed a lot of open shots. When, when, when is the Bucks coaching going to do something about changing up their offense? I, I, if they haven't done it yet, I don't, I don't see much of a, of a hope that they're going to do it anytime soon at this point. I mean, that's just me, but I if they haven't done it yet, they're they're not going to do it. That that's that's how I read it. It's so hard to watch. I mean, it just really is. It. I mean, these guys are wide open. You know, the Heat. They're wide open. Whole yep. screens are beautiful. No, I hear you, man. Totally you hear know? you. Yep. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Also tweet us at one zero five seven FM. The fan take quick time out. Come back with more of your calls. Uh, and we'll get you the defensive play of the game as well. Don't forget, Matt Velasquez will join us before we're out of here. 414-799-1250. See Sparky Pfeiffer with you as the Bucks lose 116-114. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Bucks lose this one, 116-114. Steve Sparky, Fiverr with you, live from the Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. Mary Mitch Ross producing tonight uh, as the Bucks go down two games to zero. And again, they really, to be honest with you, they had no business being in this at the end. And the Heat owned them the entire night without Jimmy Butler doing much of anything. But the defensive play of the night helped them to make it, keep it close and give them a chance. To Butler. And they haven't fouled him just yet. Butler throws it under his own basket. Lopez has it and scores. And it's a two-point game with 8.5 to go. They decided not to foul and it worked out. As Butler made the mistake throwing it under his own basket and Lopez with the bucket. Butler tried his hardest to try and lose his game for the Miami Heat at the end. That highlight call courtesy of ESPN. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057 FM. The Fan. Ram Northside, you're next on The Fan. What's going on, Ram? Well, Sparky, I hear it was a good game. As far as the two foul calls, Butler and Middleton, um, they should have called neither one. You know, but if you're gonna call it, I looked at it a couple times. It turned into one player, and and Butler didn't fall down by itself. 
I haven't seen a fall down. So maybe Giannis Dude, they were falling down by themselves all night. What are you talking about? Every time they jumped up, they fell off. Dragic kicked George Hill as he was running by him and threw out his but, leg but, and hurt Hill. It was a playoff game. They kind of tried. But to don't act. Play. But stop. Don't act like they weren't falling down on their own. Lopez fell down on his own early in the game in the corner. Well, well, I'm just saying. But, but what's going but, on all but, night but, on both but, sides? But, but, but what I want to say, you know, what I saw the difference is, is that the Bucks bench didn't give them nothing, and Tyler killed them. He has 17 coming off the bench. Yeah, and they got 11 from Olna coming off the bench yeah, as and, well. And they never was able to close that gap. And um, like you said in your report, they made 17 threes, and we only made seven. So the game was slowed down. It was a half-court game. And I, and I keep saying, I, I don't see what they run in the half-court other than Giannis trying to get to the middle and, and dunk on somebody. Do they run any screening rolls with Giannis? No. No. He's a point guard. Yeah. Do we talk about Bledsoe? But Bledsoe... What Butler did tonight was facilitate. Yeah, but you know what? Because he said, well, they're going to try to jam me tonight. Okay, that's a smart move. But he spread the ball around. And everybody, look at the shot that Bam hit at the end over over Lopez. That was a big shot. It sure was. It was a huge shot. But you know what about Bledsoe? Bledsoe was the one guy that showed fight pretty much all night from the word jump. He was willing to scrap. He was willing to do whatever he had to do to get some energy and life in this team. But but, but what I'm saying, he getting energy and life in the team, but your other two stars didn't show up. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd say they didn't show up necessarily. There, but, okay, but you need that extra push. You they were down by ten for the majority. Yes, they were. The last three minutes. Yep, sure were. They never got themselves on a run, which killed them. Thanks for the call, Ram. Yeah, they never got that run. And they it, they even said Doris Burke. I think said, "Well, you know, are the Bucks going to make a run? When are the Bucks going to make a run? Will they make a run?" And that was just the feeling you had. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know what everybody else saw watching this game. I, it just felt like to me, like. They were playing at two different levels. Like it, it, it felt like upperclassmen were kind of just having their way with the underclassmen. From a physicality standpoint, that's what it looked like. It just looked like one team was out there trying to bully their way to a win, and the other team just wasn't fighting back. And the, the bullies won. That's what it looked like to me. And like I said, that game never should have been that close at the end anyhow. Butler tried to give the game to the Bucks. Maybe because, you know, he went to Marquette and then he felt guilty about game one. I don't know. But either way. But that last shot, this right here, I'll play it for you. This courtesy of ESPN. This hurts just to listen to. And then I'll tell you what I think. All right, 4.3. Miami inbounds. Here's Butler with three. Butler with two. With one. Butler against Matthews. Gets it away. And no good. Do we have a foul? We do. A foul is called. And Jimmy Butler can win it at the line. Another jump shooter fouled. Let's see if it's Matthews or Giannis who they get. And they're going to look to to make sure that Butler got it off in time. And also with the clock going to zeros. OK, how much time's on the clock when the foul occurred here? Yeah. Is it Giannis? Where, where's the foul there? The Bucks use their challenge already. They get Giannis for the foul. Let's see the left hand here. Does he? Oh, he makes puts contact it, there, puts it on the body of the shooter, Jimmy Butler. Let's see if he gets it away. Just make sure that he gets it away at a time. It, it appeared that he did, and yep, it's definitely out of his hand. And there's the contact. So there you go. That, that courtesy of ESPN. It was awful. You heard the guy in the back. I don't know who it was. Yelling, that's awful. It is awful. Giannis is the back-to-back, well, soon-to-be back-to-back MVP. Defensive player of the year. You don't make that call on him. Stop. And, again, 
as a Milwaukee fan, you're already thinking, having grown up here and done this show forever, you already are in the moment in time, in, in the moment of, please don't let us get screwed by the refs. Please don't let us get screwed by the refs. And I've been nay-naying that for several years, saying, man, stop. Just quit complaining about it. it. It'll change if we ever get a superstar. Now you got one. Eastern Conference semifinals, down one game to none, and they blow the whistle on that, on him touching Butler's jersey after the ball was gone. Had nothing to do with this shot. That, to me, is the most frustrating and heartbreaking thing of the whole thing. Not that they deserve to win, because they didn't. They got outplayed the whole game. Never, ever should have happened. Tyler and Mequon, you're next on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, Sparky. How are you? Um, yeah, I called after game one and was sort of fretting on the rebound differential, the free throw differential, and thought those were two positive things the Bucks could do better in game two. Um, we basically made up for those in this game. And like you say, from the jump, the Heat wanted this game more. Um, it just seems like they're the, the grittier team. Um, I mean, I guess I just wonder, I know you and Gary on the big show said you see the Bucks winning this in seven at the beginning of the series. Um, I mean, do you see, how do you see it now? Uh, I don't feel good about it. I'll tell you that much. I, I don't feel good at all about it. And, Part of the reason I don't feel good about it is just how the game was, again, dictated and played again tonight. They just ran. They were in control of the game from jump in this game. Miami was in control. The Bucks, the entire game, for the most part, chased. Get over the hump for a second and then go right back downhill and trying to climb back up the hill again. They were never in control. And their best player played worse than our best player did the previous game, and they still beat us. Exactly. I mean, we took the lead 91-90 on that quarter three in the fourth quarter. Thought we had momentum going, and then you don't score for almost four minutes. Yep. I mean, that's that's the game right there. No say question. What about, say what you want about the end with the foul or non-foul. Refs were calling it that close all night. I mean, we, we got to know better than to, to make any contact or even give them the position to make that call. But I agree. I mean, Giannis probably doesn't deserve to get that call made. But, again, we didn't deserve to win this game. And, you know, seeing the Bucks in the first two games and basically throughout the bubble, I mean, I don't know what, as fans, we should feel. You know, the first caller said, well, we're, we're still the better team. I don't know what he's looking at. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Thanks for the call. Listen, I, I understand that people are upset, right? I, I get that. Brett tweets at 105.7 FM. The fan, forget the bad calls. The Bucks have lost 11 of their past 15 games dating back to March. Sick of hearing of the bubble, refs, politics, and all this other stuff. They have been playing like garbage. Turnovers, no defense, bad coaching lineups. This team is toast. Could be. Could be. Absolutely could be. No question. But... Regardless if they're toast or not, they still got to continue to play these games out. Now, even if they lose Friday, they still got to play Sunday. Not going to matter. Still got to play. So now you look at it and go, well, maybe Dragic will cool off. Maybe that would help this Bucks team. Because again, in the beginning of this game, Dragic just wasn't missing shots again. Finally started missing shots in the second half, but he got going. Jay Crowder got going for a little while, and then he came back down to earth again. But then you have other guys that step up and do what they're supposed to. Kelly only hitting three threes in a game? Come on. I mean, Tyler Hero doing 17 points. Okay. Right? Like, I, that 
that doesn't surprise me. That's not overachieving by Tyler Hero. That's just kind of who that dude is coming off the bench at this point. And to me, Jimmy Butler having 13 and you still lost, that is not a good sign for the rest of the series. It's just not. Giannis throws up 29 and 14. It's not 30, but it wasn't as bad a game like he had last game. 18 shots. Probably still want more than 18, but it's a heck of a lot better than 12 at this point. I'll take that. So he improved slightly. But again, even watching this game, you never felt like he was an MVP dominant type level player in this game. You never got that sense like he could do what he wanted. Never at any point. Mike Southside, you're next on AM 1250, 1057 FM, The Fan, as the Bucks lose 116-114. to 114. Hey, thanks, Mark. Uh, people don't realize this. they would have lost two games at the Pfizer Forum. Uh, we have no up. idea. We don't know. We don't know no, how no, the no, crowd no. influences the game. We have no idea. Well, what I'm saying is, if there was no COVID and bubble, these would have been two home games, right? Yeah, that's why they were chanting yeah. defense in the background when Miami had the ball. Yeah, and I mean, I think if they would have been at home, it'd be 1-1. But it, the three-point defending is a failure. How many, you know, fouls? They were laughing at the Bucks. I was watching their bench. I think this Miami team is better than the Bucks and the coach. And I think this is going to be tough to say, but I think they'll be flying back to Milwaukee Sunday night. Uh, let's hope not. Thanks for the call, Mike. Uh, let's 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 hope there's no sweep. Uh, Mike B tweets at the fan. Middleton made big free throws for certain, but I think they need another player. Giannis is one, Middleton is two, but they need a 1A, someone who could take over the game so it isn't always on Giannis. But, dude, back-to-back MVP, he's got to play like one. Sorry. When you're the guy for two seasons in a row, you're averaging 30 points, and it's playoff time, which means now it's time to take your game to the next level. Yeah, you got to be there for your team. And I'm not saying he wasn't there for the team tonight. But, yes, he had 29 points, but it wasn't like 29 loud points where he was, you know, a huge factor in this game and you could feel necessarily his presence. He got it within the course of a game. Had a couple nice dunks, had one real great move on Bam where Bam thought he was going to get a charge and he sidestepped him and, and threw it down. So, okay, yeah, a couple of those. But but he he never felt that even at this point that he was a dominant player in that game tonight. Or at least I didn't. Maybe you didn't. If you did, feel free. Call in 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057F, uh, 1057FM, the fan. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, the uh, injury report is simple and quick. We'll get back to more of your calls in just a moment here. Uh, nobody on the injury report uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. I was hot during the big show today that Robin Lopez was inactive for this game, and that Frank Mason III was active. Fuming. And the reason I was fuming was because I knew, I knew they weren't going to play Frank Mason III. 
He played for two minutes last game, and that was it. He's a better player than Dante DiVincenzo at this point. Better offensive player. Maybe a better defensive player, too. Definitely belongs out there. Pat Connaughton hadn't done anything. Didn't do anything again tonight. You wasted 20 minutes of court time on Connaughton and DiVincenzo. You didn't even bother with Frank Mason III to see if he could get something going off the bench scoring-wise. Nope, just let him sit there. Why were you playing him? Clearly because you didn't trust Bledsoe's hamstring. So instead of playing Robin Lopez, again, and changing the narrative in the game, going big, using all six of Robin Lopez's fouls, throwing an elbow here or there, mixing it up inside, doing something different, you said, nah, we'll play small and play to their strength. We'll go their way. Brilliant. And again, result, a loss. Now, the are you kidding me moment of the game? Did that really just happen? It's time for the are you kidding me moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. All right, so the are you kidding me moment of the game. Obviously, the Butler foul at the end. Giannis fouls him, or so they say, with no time remaining on the clock. Butler goes to the free throw line, knocks down the free throws with no time remaining, nobody on the floor. Heat win 116-114. They show the replay. Giannis doesn't touch his arm. Giannis doesn't touch his hand. Giannis touches the side of his jersey. The ball was already on its way. It was out of the man's hand. It affected the shot in no way, shape, or form. And then I mentioned Giannis is a superstar. And shouldn't be getting those calls. So, now I'm sure because I'm fired up, I would have to imagine if you're the head coach of this team, you're beyond fired up. Heck, maybe maybe Boonholzer will get fired. He'll be so mad about how that thing played out at the end. Here's Mike Boonholzer. Um, I'd say we're disappointed uh, with the judgment, with the decision, the timing. Um, it's a tough job. I have a lot of respect for the officials and the crew tonight. Um, it's not an easy job. And, of course, you know, we have our way of seeing things. And uh, we're going to disagree. Uh, but we need to, you know, um, shift our attention to game three and get prepared for that. And, um, you know, understand that that's, uh, that's the most important thing right now. So clearly wasn't worth getting fined over. Nope. In fact, he might have just woke up from a nap. Because that's what he sounds like. No pulse. Well, you know, the officials have a tough job. And we'll just have to get ready for the next game. Maybe I'll be awake by the time they play the next game and have some emotion about my team. Come on, man. They screwed the MVP. They screwed the MVP of your team. Yeah, you're coach of the year because of that guy. Screwed him. And you come to the podium. No, refs have a tough job. And stop. Show some emotion. Get fired up. Defend your guy. That's horrible. We'll hear the rest of Boonholzer laser, but that that is absolutely horrible. Kurt and Cedarburg, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. What's up, Kurt? Hey, how you doing tonight? Come on, Kurt. <laughs> hey, uh, what I want to say, and I want to preface this, this is not the reason why the Bucks lost, but what is a foul anymore? You, you flop on three-pointers, you know, and it's not, not just the Bucks; it's both teams. You're flopping on threes, the refs are calling it. When, when did this become this? 
You know what I'm saying? And the refs have been this way for a long time. But before, but, but, we had no good players. We weren't in the playoffs. And if we were, we were an eight seed, and it didn't really matter. But, but these guys these guys don't get hit. They're, they're falling backwards. They don't get hit. Both teams. Both teams exactly. now. And Burke I, Lopez I, was, was jumping in the air and falling down for no reason, too. Yeah, I, I know, and I, I, I understand that. That's what I'm saying. It, it's both ways. I mean, the Brooke Lopez one early in the game yes. was not a foul. Not at all. It was not. Nope. Not even close. Nope. And, and I, it, it just makes it hard to watch sometimes. But, it, you know, the, the, the Bullenholzer's um, rotations, um, Lopez was hot early. All of a sudden he's on the bench. Giannis is on the bench. It, it just we, – we needed this win tonight, and, and, they're, and he's not putting us in positions to win, I don't think. Again, I, I'm sorry, but he's he's a very good regular season coach. But I I just don't know if he's a great postseason coach. Oh, no, I know that he's not a great postseason coach. I don't. And he, he might be good. I don't know if he's even good at this point. And this is this is this is the thing, though. You want to hear the crazy part about it, Kurt? I talked about this after the game one loss, and I talked about it in between then and now on the big show. This could be an organizational changing moment in the history of this franchise. If they lose this series and Giannis decides to heck with this, I'm not signing the extension. It, it, everything changes going forward. Everything changes. Now, if they lose the series, Giannis signs the extension, it doesn't matter. Fine. Then they just lost a series in a postseason with the best player in the league. It sucks. It hurts. But okay. But if you lose Giannis along with this, then you sat here and watched Budenholzer do this, and that, that that's going to be heartbreaking is what that's going to be. Thanks for the call. See, that's the issue. So you lose. Now Giannis doesn't, let's say he doesn't sign the extension, and we're all hoping he does, but who knows. So let, let's say he doesn't. What do you do? You're going to fire Budenholzer? Because if you listen to Eric Name, who's on the show, and he'll be on the show tomorrow on the Winnie's Big Show tomorrow at 345, and he's the closest to Giannis of anybody from a media standpoint. You listen to Eric, Giannis loves him some Boonholzer, just like he liked him some Jason Kidd. You gonna go fire Boonholzer? Probably not. So we're gonna go back down this road again. And then you're gonna add to the Eastern Conference Durant, healthy, Kyrie Irving, healthy with Brooklyn. Who knows what the Knicks will put together between now and then? I, I, I just. That is what makes this, to me, so stressful. That's what makes it the most stressful. Because you're in danger of looting, possibly losing Giannis if you screw this series up. Kale and Franklin, you're next on the Biggest A Pro Who's Post Game Show on AM 1250 and 105.7 The Fan. Thanks, guys, for taking the phone call. Sure. Um, and, and thanks, because I feel like I'm, I'm ranting vicariously through you. So I'm glad I could help out. I, <laughs> I started, when I started, I was really down in the dumps. Now I don't feel so bad anymore. It still sucks, but I don't feel so bad. I am as perplexed as you are about the Robin Lopez inactive. That's just mind-boggling. Yep. Um, even if Bled can't go, you got George. Giannis runs the point anyway. Why or Middleton. Middleton's run the offense. Well, yeah, you know, why, why are you playing to their strength? Yep. Make them adjust to you. I'm, I'm, first of all, I like Robin because he's tough as nails. And yep. for whatever reason, they're just playing soft. Sure are. They're playing soft, lackadaisical. I, it, it's really perplexing. 
like they're just going through the motions. It's like upperclassmen playing underclassmen in a game. That's what it looks like. I, I they're just it. getting bullied all over the court. And and at some point, you got to say enough's enough. I don't care if you just take you know take but, a couple bad fouls. But see, but that's just point. it though, Kale. Think about it, right? If that's happening to you and you're playing a half court game, aren't you going on the side on the side on the timeout and throwing a tamper tantrum of some sort to the other guys on the floor, going, "Dude, get your heads out of your bleep and let's go." At, Something. At some point, we're putting somebody on their butt. So, right? Yes. At some point, at some point, it's just got to boil. Thank you. And you just say enough. Hey, Enough's enough. Exactly. And Robin Lopez would be that guy to do that. And you know it's going to be one of your guys that you don't mind losing because there's a pretty good chance you're going to lose this guy. So be it. (sighs) You just say, hey, this is the mission. Yep. You let them know we are here. Yep. Like I said, it's it's really perplexing. Uh, Coach Bud is doing some weird things. Well, I can't say he's doing weird things because he's not doing anything. He's just kind of. He's just there. Like you said, it's almost like the man is asleep. Uh, like I said, they got to, you know, if they can clean up the crap, you know, just take care, better care of the ball. And yep. is, it, is it just me or is it time for Marvin Williams to just be out of the rotation? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, Marvin Williams has shown good things while he's been in there. The the other person that's going to go in there besides him is going to be Ursan. So who's going to play? You know what? I trust Ursan more than I trust Williams. I really do. If Ursan's healthy, give me a healthy Ursan over Williams, even though Ursan is long in the tooth. No question. All right, thanks. I appreciate it, man. I got I got to roll. Ursan will get dirty. You're right about that. Thanks for the call. All right, let's take a quick timeout. Uh, Bucks come up on the losing end of this one tonight, one sixteen to one fourteen. You're listening to the Pink and Save Pro Hoops post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Still to come, uh, we'll hear from Giannis. We'll hear from Middleton, Bledsoe, Budenholzer, all to come. Plus, Matt Velasquez will join us, too, at about 9.52 or so here on The Fan. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Bucks lose 116-114 the Miami Heat. And they got screwed at the end of the game. Giannis, they called for a foul with no time remaining. Butler gets two free throws with nobody on the floor. Had some Bucks lose 116-114. Butler took that shot with about a second to go. Giannis didn't touch his arm. Giannis didn't touch his hand. Giannis touched the side of his jersey after the ball was gone, and they called it. But you're supposed to get calls when you have a super sign your team. That's what they say. That's what I've said for years on this show. Apparently not when you're from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Trail Northside, you're next to hear on the Pickett Safe Pro Hoops postgame show, live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studio. What's going on, Sparky? How you doing? Come on, man. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not one to come on the radio and complain about officiating. I always think neither am I. But I will say this though: it's a concerted effort to uh, get Giannis in foul trouble, to take his aggression away from him. Um, um, they're allowing Miami to to pretty much whack, just you know, pretty much bully him, kill him. 
for the most part, the referees are not giving him the benefit of the doubt. And then on the other end, he's getting called for a ticket to house. Uh, so he, he can't uh, be aggressive on the defensive end, too. That's the first thing. Uh, the next thing is that um, Hoser, um his offense is terrible in the postseason. Uh, that offense is great. It's a, it's a great offense in the regular season. I give him credit for that. You get the numbers up, you get your wins up, all that. But in the postseason, when these teams are allowed to play, because you're allowed to play zone defense now, you're allowed to pack people in the paint because of the rules. It rules change, so it makes it even harder on you. And this is the second year in a row that I've seen his coach not helping him out. Like, I understand you got your set of philosophies with your offense. I get that. But when you see what happened last year, the team is pretty much saying, okay, he wouldn't make your offense go, so we're going to do whatever we got to do to, 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 to pack the lane, to, to hack him, whatever we got to do to make your offense just seem herky-jerky. Like, when they do that together, it, it slows down the whole offense because he's so much a part of the offense and which makes the offense go. Like, how can you not – how in the offseason you didn't change that from the Toronto series because we're seeing the same principles in series right now, and their offense just looks herky-jerky like – and if you tell me that you're going to shoot seven for 20-something from three-point, that's not going to open the lane up. Miami will live with that the rest of the series. If the Bucks shoot seven for, um, you know, 25, whatever it was they shoot, that's not going to help move the needle at all. And I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not that much in a dive because I, I still believe in this team that they're going to respond somehow before Friday and that they're going to get back into the series, but – they're not getting much help from their coach, man. He's so stubborn in Trail. his ways. And- Trail. The, the only hope you have for Friday right now is because you're a Bucks fan. Because I can tell by listening to you, you have no faith that Boonholzer is going to change anything. So the only hope that we really have is that they go cold. That. I mean, realistically, that's kind of what it is. You outboarded him tonight like you were supposed to do. Giannis, from a free throw percentage standpoint, did way better than he did last game, 9 of 13. They shot 33 of 39 from the line. That's good. So they improved free throws. They outboarded him by 12. They did what they were supposed to do there. Shooting percentage, 43.5 for the Bucs, 45.5 to them, fine. You could shoot the three ball better for the Bucs. They have to do that, but that's what we said after the first game was. Can they shoot this well again? And they clearly did not shoot that well again. I, I just look, man. I, I'm a Bucks fan, diehard Bucks fan. Y'all know it. But if something's going to change here, they're going to have to go back to Wizard of Oz and go find some heart. Go ask for a heart. And when you get mad and you want to play, you want to get down and dirty with these guys. Talk to me. Talk to me then, because I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. Nope, don't see it. Haven't seen it. Didn't see it the first game. I didn't see it this game. And the only guy that was even close to wanting to do anything was Bledsoe. Up and down the floor we went. Doesn't matter. Just up and down. Do, 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 do. Like it was a regular season game. No big deal. Let's keep playing. And then your coach, well, again, sound asleep. No, no pulse whatsoever. Caleb in Oak Creek, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz in Milwaukee North. What's up, Caleb? Hey, how you doing, Sparky? I'm not answering that anymore. Can't you all tell how I'm doing when you listen to me on the radio? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, 
I'm not I'm not really a Bucks fan, but um, I've been watching the team, you know, since last year. But in my opinion, I like Giannis. But I don't think Middleton's number two. I don't even know if Giannis is a real number one. He can't create his own jump shot. No one on that team can create a shot. If this is a tie game or close game in the last five minutes, I, in my opinion, the Bucks just aren't going to win any games in the playoffs. I'll let you talk. Thanks. Yes, no. Again tonight, fourth quarter, you had nobody to go to down the stretch to do anything. You just didn't. You didn't have nobody. In the beginning of the game, you didn't have anybody. If it wasn't for Brooke Lopez in the first few minutes of the game, you would have been down double digits quick. Patrick, you're next uh, on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show with me, Steve Sparky. Five for after the Bucks lose 116 to 114. Hey, Clark, I got a few questions, man. What does what does Dante bring to this team? Nothing. 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 He should be on the bench. He should be on the bench. He can hold defense at least. Listen. What does Marvin Williams do? He comes in. He, he he's too he's too small to play the five. He's too slow to play the three. He sits. He passes in the ball. He sits at the corner, and he shoots a three with 21 seconds left on the shot clock. Like we don't need guys like that. Like this is. <laughs> We're not going to win playing like that. But I don't know what the hell he is as a coach. I don't know either. He's won multiple Coach of the Years and so forth. But this postseason stuff, nah. I don't think so. And to back what you just said about the Vincenzo, I agree. Don't belong out there. And at this point, as I said prior to the last game, Frank Mason should be playing. And now you kept him active and sat Lopez. And then you didn't even play Mason to begin with. He just sat over there and collected dust. And I don't think they have any intention of... Sterling, at least Sterling will host some defense. He can't save God, but he'll play some defense. But but that's another thing. I don't think they have any intention of ever playing Sterling Brown. I have no idea why he's even active either, because you could just tell he'll never get off the bench. Urson has a better chance of coming off the bench at this point than Sterling Brown does. Why not play Urson? I mean, I don't, I don't understand what what his rotation is, what his love with Marvin Williams is. I don't. I, there's so many other guys you can play that would bring something to this team, that would bring something, you know, to to to, to playing every day. Marvin Williams comes in, he's he's on the floor. You're running offers through Marvin Williams. Yep. No, I hear you, Patrick. I got to roll, man. Thanks for the call. Get one more in here. Let's hear from Boonholzer after that, Mr. Uh, Pulse. John in Menominee Falls, you're next on the fan. Good evening, John. Good evening, Sparky. I just uh, apologize if you touched on this already. I just needed a, a few adult beverages to calm down. I wish I had I, a few adult beverages right now. I, I, I know you. I know you do. I uh, just... One thing I don't understand is, I don't know if anybody has noticed this, but almost every quarter, we are in the bonus with like <laughs> eight, seven, six minutes left. Very worst case, best case, five minutes left. Yeah, and, and, and we quit being aggressive. Yep. And we just start letting it fly. And I, 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 it just is irking the crap out of me, dude. I, I don't understand why we don't drive to the hoop, get everyone else in foul trouble. I mean, what, one dude fouled out tonight with 48 seconds left or something? Like, I mean, when they're in... And that was Bam, right. Yeah, and we're in the bonus with, I mean, over a half a quarter every single quarter, every single game. You can't tell me that the players are doing this on their own. It has to be coming from the bench, if you ask me. Well, if they are doing it on their own, the bench can change how they play. So, even if, let's say, the players were getting tentative on their own, Boonholzer is in a position to change that narrative in a timeout. 
So either way, it comes back to Boonholzer. However you want to slice it up. Thanks for the call. Either way, it comes back to Boonholzer. Speaking of Boonholzer, this should be entertaining. I'm not going to play this whole thing because I don't want to fall asleep. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. 116-114 heat over the Milwaukee Bucks. Here is the esteemed Bucks head coach, Mike Boonholzer, after the loss. Try not to fall asleep on me. I'm not going to play the whole thing. Hey, bud, what was the explanation you were giving on that foul late? On Jimmy Butler, sorry. Um, as far as the clock is concerned, uh, the shot was released uh, with time remaining. And uh, in the judgment of the officials, the foul occurred, um, I guess, at uh, some point when he landed or uh, in the judgment of the officials, there was enough to warrant a, a foul. Other questions? Malika, go ahead. Did that what you saw? Do you agree with that? Um, I would say we're disappointed. Uh, the love of God. The judgment with the decision, the timing. Disappointed. Um, it's a tough job. Thanks for the fire. I have a lot of respect for the officials and the crew tonight. Um, it's not an easy job. And, of course, you know, we have our way of seeing things. And uh, we're going to disagree. Uh, but we need to, you know, um, shift our attention to game three and getting prepared for that. And, um, you know, understand that that's, uh, that's the most important thing right now. Eric Woodyard. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Coach, coach going behind hole one is, a, is obviously a tough task, but just falling behind hole two, how do you keep the guys engaged? I mean, at this point, it's, it's a tall task you guys have to come back from. Just how are you approaching it now? I mean, if you've been in the league a long time, um, winning two games in a playoff series uh, happens quite often. Now it's our job to get ready for game three, and we got to win game three. We got to be prepared for that. Um, you know, this is, this is, uh, I know I understand the question, I respect the question, but um, most of us have been here before, and uh, you just got to get prepared and get ready for game three. It's, uh, it's something the guys are very capable of and they're very ready for. Matt Velasquez. You know, before the final 20 seconds or so, what concerns you the most about your team's late game execution uh, at crunch time? Uh, I, I don't really understand the question. I mean, oh, I think we were down on. six and we were able to come back and tie the game. So You don't you know, understand? I'm done. Uh, getting... I'm done. I'm not listening to the rest of this. This is just absolute garbage. Stop. You don't understand Velasquez's question. I don't know. You went like three minutes with possession after possession after possession not scoring. How hard of a question was it? Oh, you got lucky at the end when Butler gave you the ball. So that excuses everything prior to that. Stop. Just stop. Bruce in Chicago, you're next on the fan. Hey, Sparky, how you doing, man? Hey, hey don't, don't answer that question anyway. Thank you. But, you know, uh, I'm sitting here listening to Mike. I think he's asleep. He yeah. needs to wake up. Agree with he you. Needs, he needs to wake up. There's no energy on that. There's no energy. There's Look, I watched this whole game, okay? 
too many fouls, too many turnovers. Nobody knows what they're doing. They're just it's. Bruce, I think it's a setup, man. Bruce, when did, wait, 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 hold, hold on. When did you move to Chicago, Bruce? You were Bruce on the South Side forever. When did you move to Chicago? Uh, two months ago. What you doing in Chicago, Bruce? Well, let me see. This is how it happened. I've been dating somebody for like nine months. Oh, Bruce! And oh. so I, so I was, I was a little bit, I was a little bit unhappy. So I decided to do something about it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to move down here to come be with her. And on top of that, I got me a better job on top of that. Good job, Bruce. Proud of you. Good job. Living the good life. Nice to hear from you, Bruce. Have a good night. Hey, when the Bucks win, stop by your participating Wisconsin Wendy's for a free sausage or bacon biscuit or a free small frosty chino with any breakfast purchase. This offer is only good for 24 hours and each Bucks win. So act fast. Well, you don't have to worry about acting fast tomorrow because they lost. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. Let's do one more here. Ahmed downtown. You're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Hey, Sparky. I'm just going to give a, a, a little crystal ball prediction. I like those. Uh, if, we end up, if we end up losing the series, even if Giannis doesn't sign the extension, I don't think he's the type of guy that's going to demand a trade. So we're just going to roll into next season with Giannis yep. uh, on his last year. Correct. So the, the frustrating thing is I think we're going to end up selling the farm meaning like maybe top three protected picks, trading those out multiple first-round picks for a fringe all-star on a non-playoff team that's rebuilding. So I bet I guarantee we're going to end up with a guy like DeMar DeRozan next year. With in Middleton and with Bledsoe off. or in place of? Well, it doesn't matter. With DeRozan, he's making so much money, you're going to have to have – contracts. Yeah, so we just talked about it. Do what the funny thing is, Ahmed? We just talked what? about DeMar DeRozan on the big show the other day. So I put in yeah. DeMar DeRozan into Google. Do you know what I found? I found that the Miami Heat are interested in training for DeMar DeRozan in the offseason to go with Jimmy Butler and Bam. You want to know what the most frustrating thing is, though, is if the owners were willing to pay the luxury tax, Malcolm Brogdon well, right now is probably a better option than DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, but he's not worth you know, the money. The but he's not worth the money they're paying him, though. I mean, let's be honest. He, he's not worth $20 million a year. There's just no way. I think Indiana would agree with that at this point. Okay, but the thing is, is you'd only have to pay the luxury tax. You wouldn't have to give up possibly multiple first-round picks True. to go get a guy like DeMar DeRozan. True. And, you know, the one so, thing you're saying about the first-round picks is a big deal. If you then on top of it lose Giannis, then you screw yourself in rebuilding. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, Bucks lose tonight, 116-114. We'll hear from Giannis coming up next. Also, Matt Velasquez, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, still to come. We're heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Brought to you by the Granville Business Improvement District. The Granville Connection is opening soon. Go to granvillebusiness.org to see how your small business can be a part of it. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. All right, Bucks lose 116-114. to 114. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Mayor Mitch Ross, other side of the glass. I was just talking to Mitch in the break. I couldn't even tell you the last time I was this angry on a postgame show. I couldn't even begin to tell you. No idea. None. And I'm not mad that they necessarily they lost. I'm mad about that. But I'm more mad at Boonholzer than I'm mad about anything else. Giannis gets screwed on a call that never should have been called on him at the end of the game that resulted in free throws with no time remaining. You lose 116-114. 
he first of all, Butler gets a shot with a second left. Within well, about it with second left, and then get, if you miss the call here. Real quick here, and then we'll hear from Giannis. This is how it played out at the end of the game, courtesy of ESPN. All right, 4.3, Miami inbounds. Here's Butler with three. Butler with two, with one. Butler against Matthews, gets it away, and no good. Do we have a foul? We do. A foul is called, and Jimmy Butler can win it at the line. Absolutely insane. Insane. They show the replay. Giannis was the one, not Wesley Matthews. Giannis goes at him, as did Matthews. Matthews never got to him. Giannis did. Didn't touch his arm. Didn't touch his hand. Didn't touch his wrist. Touched the right side of his jersey. Touched. The ball was already in the air on the way to the basket when he touched said jersey. And again, my whole life, superstars get calls. He's about to become the back-to-back MVP, and you hosed him. Again. You know, NBA, don't have conspiracy theories. Oh, they're not against Milwaukee. They're not against small markets. Well, hard sell me on that one right now. Hard time selling me on that. Here's Giannis. Giannis, I know it's tough to to swallow and stomach, but just take us through, you know, that last play and when you heard the whistle, were you just in disbelief? Uh, I haven't seen the play. I got to go watch the play again. Uh, you know, trying to make it tough. Uh, for Jimmy, um, you know, the ref said that there was contact there. Uh, maybe there was. I got to watch the play. Um, you know, it is what it is. Um, Try to contest the shot, but, you know, he said there was a contact there. So, this is what it is. I got to watch the play. Matt Velasquez. Yeah, Giannis, after the refs called that foul, you know, the, the camera showed you sitting, uh, you know, courtside. Just what's going through your mind as you're sitting there and they're looking at the, the replay? I'm just trying to see if it's uh, before the time was over or after. Uh, just trying to wait for the decision that the, the refs going to take. Um, just thinking through the play, you know, what happened, because, you know, when you have so much adrenaline, you just act. Um, so yeah, that was good through my mind. Malika, go ahead. Giannis, I know you haven't watched the play yet, but when you do watch it back, are you looking at it to see, okay, is there a different way I could manipulate my body to avoid that? Are you looking at it to see if you agree with the call? Like, what's the thought there? Oh, the call is already made. So, I mean, looking at the play, it's just, you know, how can I? You know, not put myself in a situation like that. I feel like uh, personally it was the right play. I've done this uh, multiple times in my career. Um, you know, when the guy's dribbling and he's getting his rhythm uh, going, like, okay, he got four seconds. He's not going to pass the ball. He's going to shoot the ball. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to look at the play, see if it was the right play. Eric, name? Obviously, you guys kind of had that flurry late to tie the game up and get back into it, but it's felt like in the middle of the fourth quarter, there was turnovers, kind of sloppy play. How do you guys try to find something easier offensively? It feels like everything you have to work for. Yeah, I think it's the playoffs. Obviously, Miami is a great defensive team. You know, they play hard, they make it hard for us. We try to make it hard for them, and, you know, it's not going to be easy. You gotta, you know, grind through it. You gotta play hard. You gotta screen, screen hard. You gotta roll hard. You gotta come out out of the screen hard. You know, um, 
and you know when you get tired you get sloppy you you know turnovers happen so obviously we just gotta just gotta do it hard whatever we do down the street we gotta do it hard and uh, hopefully we can take care of the ball and um you know make that out play all right, there is Giannis from tonight, and of anybody on the team, I guess he'll be the Chevy MVP of the game. Find what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDrivesChevy.com. Giannis uh, on the night tonight, uh, if you missed the game, 29 points, 14 boards, three assists, a block, and a couple of turnovers. And uh, our time to take a look uh, again we talk about uh, this game, let's take another look at it with Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He joins us next here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, so the Bucks come up on the losing end tonight, 116-114, to 114, the final score. Giannis, as I just said, led the way with 29 points, 14 boards. Middleton with 23 points, three huge free throws down the stretch. 16 for Brooke Lopez, seven boards. 16 and seven for Eric Bledsoe as well off the bench. 14 for George Hill. Joining us now, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. All right, Matt, thoughts on a game two loss by the Milwaukee Bucks? The Bucks just didn't play well enough. I, I think it's pretty pretty cut and dried there um a lot of the same problems we saw in game one the turnovers the, the offense just getting bogged down um the defense not being able to stop uh miami at, at enough layers um just, just everything wasn't really good i mean if, if we're being honest i feel like the you know the bucks should have, should have lost you know by more they should have lost you know in a in clearer fashion uh, than they did you know I, I don't think that was a foul on Dragic on the Middleton three you know I don't, I don't think there was a foul on Giannis on on the Butler shot at the end if you take both of those away it probably ends up with the Bucks losing you know by three and you know they just didn't do enough to to earn this game you know despite trying to push hard late I'm gonna try and re try and maintain composure while I talk to you because I've been screaming all night so uh, let's first let me ask you this what adjustments do you think Budenholzer made with this Buck squad, offense or defensively, from game one to game two? Other well, than having I mean, Bledsoe back, I, I think having Bledsoe back helped a lot. Uh, he was really good, especially in that second quarter when yep. like no when nobody was doing anything. I mean, they needed him uh, to stay afloat. Um, you know, I, I think there were some things um, on offense. Well, mostly with the subs. I mean, he he didn't sub as much as he as he did. Uh, still, still a lot of bench. Uh, but part of that was a lot of fouls on Chris, a lot of fouls on Giannis uh, early in the game. Um, I, I don't know that there were a ton of like really big discernible changes, if, if that's what you're looking for. Uh, were um, you know probably some smaller things. I think the way that they handled the pick and roll uh, with Dragic a little bit, and the way that they you know stayed in front of Jimmy Butler a little bit better. Um, but I, I don't know if it's an adjustment as much as guys just playing better. Uh, offensively, I, I couldn't see much of a difference no. other than may, maybe finding a few more avenues for Giannis to get uh, better opportunities. Um, but that that was a low bar. Uh, I, I, now I'm going to talk about Budenholzer because I literally stopped playing the press when you asked the question about 
their offense essentially disappearing in the last three or four minutes of the game, and he didn't understand the question. At that point, I was done. I, I was also done with Boonholzer when I heard him talk about the what should have been a non-foul call on Giannis, given the fact that he'll be a back-to-back MVP and superstar, and that's how it works in this league, with no emotion whatsoever. It sounded like you just woke up from a nap, Matt. And for me, if you're going to get fined and you're going to get in trouble, now's the time to make a point to everybody around the country. That's my guy. You screwed us, and I'm going to let you hear about it. And instead, it's like, well, you know, the refs, you know, maybe they didn't have a great night, but they have a tough job to do. I mean, as a fan, that just infuriates me. Yeah, I mean, that, that's. I remember there was a game uh, back, way back when Jason Kidd was coaching, uh, the, the first season I was on the beat, it was a game in Detroit, where he basically just like wanted to get fined. Yep. Like, he knew it. Exactly. Like, like, there, was a, there was a play, uh, you know, there's certain situations happening, I think it probably involved Giannis, and all I needed to do was ask him a very benign question, and he was just like, boom, like, let me go, like, I'm trying to get this fine right yep. now. Uh, and, and I think, you know, for all the things that we say about Jason Kidd, I think in a moment uh, like that, um, you know, there's something to be said for a coach, you know, kind of going off and, uh, and getting the fine, but also standing up for his guys. Um, and, and obviously, you know, the rest of the, the players came through. They all said the same, you know, they, they just kind of played it off. And, you know, you don't want to, to focus on it. And Bledsoe's like, I hey, we're on the game three. Honestly, like, oh, I haven't seen the play again. But I feel like as a coach, like, that's, that's kind of like what you're supposed to do. Yes. At the moment. You're, you're, you know, and it's not something that he has been known to do. Nope. He doesn't do that that often um and i think that you know down 2-0 now with a play at the end of the game that that is so like 50 50 uh maybe even less than 50 50 like that um i feel like it might do something to to see him get fired up and kind of you know lose it but that's just not who he is and you know for better for worse okay uh what what, one other thing for you I, i i'm seeing some people uh on twitter uh, talking about the fact uh, that well maybe this will wake him up maybe now they'll play with a chip on sh- on their on their shoulder now now we'll see the real bucks team my response to that is man it's the eastern conference semifinals if you didn't wake up after game 1 you're never going to wake up we've been saying that the whole time they've yes. been in the bubble Thank you. like m- maybe this is the thing that will get them yep. going maybe this is the thing that will get them going right? maybe this is the thing that will get them going like eventually like they're just going to be gone Yep. <laughs> like that's gonna like, be over. They they have to get going at some point, or they're gonna be gone. Like that's just how it's gonna work. Um, and, and I think that you know they they have had too many lapses. The Heat have just been playing harder than they they have. They've been executing better. Um, you know, I, I think the Bucks. You know, they they say all the right things that they're confident that it's about them and, and they can do. You know, they can do better. They can play better, and and they definitely can. I, I mean, you point to turnovers. You point to three point shooting. You point to you know just the way that. There are certain defensive possessions where they they, they don't finish the possession, where they don't yep. get in front of their guys, uh, where, where they're not necessarily as cohesive as, as they as they have been before. Like those are all things you can clean up. The Bucks haven't played their A game yet, but like you got, you got to get there. Like, you know, and then right now, you know, I think Chris Middleton kind of said it best. I asked him about you know how they kind of struggled leading into those final twenty seconds, and they made it close in the final twenty seconds. I'm like, what do you what do you have to fix? What do you have to do differently? And he was like, well. We haven't played the whole game like those final 20 seconds. I mean, that's it. Like, you have to go all out because your season is very, very much on the line right now. I want to read a tweet from you, and it's uh, it's brought to you, our social uh, scope look or whatever you want to call it. It's brought to you by Yuppie and Abraham. Uh, injured call Yuppie and Abraham. Voted best, rated best year after year. Yuppie and Abraham. Visit com today. Connect with them on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and Martina suites at 105.7 FM. The fan Sparky Giannis needs to be putting up 40-plus in these playoff games. 
All the former MVPs put the team on their back. Plus, Giannis needs to tell the coach, I'm not coming out in crunch time. He earned that power. What do you say to that tweet? Yeah, well, I think I think if he's not going to score 40, he needs to have, like, you know, 13 assists, right? Like, a game like today, when he has 29 points and three assists, it's not like he he was, like, doing an either-or, right? Like, in, in game one, he was just kind of feeding his teammates, uh, didn't score as much, but he was like, okay, well, I was making the right play. When you have, he has 29 points he, you know, on 18 shots, he got he to the line, he made his free throws uh, at a pretty decent rate, but, you know, he, he wasn't... He wasn't finding as he wasn't creating as much, and part of that is guys weren't making shots. Um, you know, when you, when you make like seven threes in a game, that's that's not usually a really good thing. Um, but you know, he he needs to. Um, and, and so I think that, that that is big. And you know, Giannis, of course, he he towed the company line and he said, hey, you know, I'm just gonna play as many minutes as Bud wants. Uh, he's the coach. I'm just gonna listen to him. Um, and and I get that he he has a really big energy. Um, usage on both ends of the court. You know, he's not taking, t- you know, plays off on defense, really. Um, and so, you know, the, the Bucks like to play him high 30s or whatever. But season's on the line. Like, everything is on the line. I expected him to play, like, maybe they take him out for, like, you know, 30 seconds in the fourth quarter. Like, maybe just to get a breather when they know they're going to take a timeout on the next play. Just so you can get a little extended break, like a little covert, you know, rest there. Um, but no, he, he, I mean, he's out for a couple minutes and... Um, yep. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if, if, uh, ne- if next game is the one where Giannis has to play uh, 40 or more minutes. And I know the Bucks don't have a really good record in the playoffs when he plays more than 40 minutes. I think it's like 2-11 and like 11 or 2-13 and 13 or something like that. Um, but if you're going to go down, go down swinging with your best guy on the floor. Go exactly. down with the MVP on the court. No uh, doubt. Just, that, that's my thought. I, I think most agree with you, Matt. Matt, thank you so much for coming on. We'll talk again Friday night after Game 3. Hopefully we're not talking about a 3-0 deficit. Oh, man. It'll oh, man. be crazy no matter what. No doubt. Take care. There he is, Matt Velasquez. Check out all of his fine work at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Uh, your Milwaukee Brewers are one out away. Uh, no, it's over. All right, so that'll do it. Uh, the Bucks uh, come up losers tonight to the Miami Heat, 116-114. Ryan Horvath tomorrow morning at 5 o'clock talking all about this game. Bart Winkler from 6 to 10 talking all about this game. Then Bill Michaels, and then back to us on the Wendy's Big Show. Up next, the franchise Tim Allen can tell you all about a big Brewers win over the Detroit Tigers at Miller Park. Stay tuned for the Bayview Shane and Brian Plost game show. It's up next here on The Fan. Toodles! You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.